Welcome to the 12th episode of the High School Business and Personal Finance Teachers Podcast. Stay tuned for our interview with Peter Jordan, CEO and founder of Knowledge Matters. Stay tuned for the interview. Well, welcome back to the High School Business and Personal Finance Teachers Podcast brought to you by Knowledge Matters. Today, we have a special guest on the podcast, Peter Jordan, founder and CEO of Knowledge Matters. Pete is here to to discuss our brand new virtual business simulation that was launched this week, Virtual Business Entrepreneurship. Virtual Business Entrepreneurship is the ninth virtual business simulation for high school business marketing and personal finance teachers that Knowledge Matters has launched. So Pete, for those listeners who aren't familiar with Knowledge Matters and the virtual business simulations for high schools, can we take a moment and have you explain the history of Knowledge Matters and the virtual business simulations? All right. Well, hi, Jeff. Thank you for having me here. Um, Absolutely. And it fits right in with our theme of entrepreneurship today. Um, Knowledge Matters came from sort of an interesting spark. I was actually working for a company that had over 100,000 employees and wasn't particularly happy there. And I'd always had interest in simulations. And one day, I literally walked in and a co-worker showed me the original SimCity. And I knew that there had been business simulations that were numbers in, numbers out, and even some municipal simulations. But I looked at that and said, this is going to engage at least 10 times as many people as the number stuff. And boy, was I wrong. It probably engaged a million times as many people. Um, And right from that day, I pretty much decided to be an entrepreneur and quit my job and set about trying to build visual business simulations. And from there, we introduced some early retailing simulations and have grown the company ever since, going from a CD era, obviously, to everything online now. And we've been really fortunate with everything. We've been able to serve over probably half of the high schools in the country so far. And together with um, some really great CTSO organizations, hopefully build interest in career and technical education and increase enrollments in these classes. Great. Well, what was the impetus or idea that drove the development of this latest simulation, virtual business entrepreneurship? Our customers teachers all over the place. Um, They have been asking us for an entrepreneurship sim for a while, and teachers have been using our simulations to teach entrepreneurship for a long time. Almost all of our simulations involve the ability for a student to start a business. But there were certain aspects that we just weren't getting at correctly. We weren't getting at how do you choose the opportunity from a whole bunch of different businesses? How do you finance it? Um, How do you take money from one business to another one as you're trying to grow an empire. And so we went out and we talked to teachers. We asked them what businesses they would like to have in such a simulation. And then we tried to put together something that was very specifically dedicated to the um, peculiar characteristics of starting a business from scratch, that entrepreneurial spark. And so who wrote the written lessons in virtual business entrepreneurship? We're very lucky to um, secure an author, um, Cindy Green. Um, Cindy taught business in the Atlanta, Georgia system and entrepreneurship 
for over 25 years, and she's the author of numerous entrepreneurship books with some major publishers. Um, she also had a huge role in entrepreneurship um, development as a discipline within the NBA organization. Um, so she has been absolutely wonderful to work with, and I think we've got some really great written content in there. Great. Well, for the high school business marketing personal finance teachers who are listening, what does virtual business entrepreneurship offer them as a digital teaching tool to teach their students entrepreneurship? It's really a kind of a, a soup to nuts way to get your students involved in it. Cindy um, was great in letting us know that we needed to address students who might be taking this as a first business course, who've never heard of revenue or expenses or profit, all the way up to really challenging students who might be taking it as sort of a capstone. And so what we did was we created um, something that is just sort of a ladder, if you will, stepping stones to getting them um, interested in entrepreneurship. The very first sim exercise that we have in there, all the student needs to do is run it forward to make the goal in it. They do some answer some questions, but then run it forward. And that's to get them used to seeing a business in action, seeing the numbers coming up, making a goal, being successful. Then we build throughout it all these different skills that you're going to need for entrepreneurship, fundraising, team building, everything else up to a point where they're trying to, in the final project, start an empire that could include multiple instances of different types of businesses across 11 industries in a dynamic economy with competitors entering and leaving. So all the way from I can just hit the run button and watch a business go to I can run across 11 different industries. And we hope that that'll be something that will both intrigue the students, engage them, and challenge them, but be inviting to the, you know, most introductory students. Great. Well, two of the virtual business entrepreneurship projects, the capstone projects in the simulation, operate differently than some of our other simulations. Can you walk teachers through the business plan project and the shark project and how these will work in the classroom? Yes, absolutely. They are a little different. And again, we wanted to really capture some things that we hadn't in our other simulations. As most of our current customers know, um, with the virtual business simulations, the students do their work and it's, um, you know, the teacher can guide them, be there um, as a resource. But a lot of it, the students can work along just at their own pace without necessarily a lot of interaction um, with other students in the classroom. But we felt that entrepreneurship had a real personal and human aspect to it that we wanted to bring into these activities. And in particular, trust. Trust among investors, entrepreneurs, etc. So we designed these two projects with a little more of a human element than some of our past stuff. So in the business plan project, that trust is going to be between the students and the teacher. And it's the students trying to convince the teacher to give them a bank loan that will allow them to get their business off the ground. So the students will go into their simulated city and environment, research it, find out about competitors, consumer demand, um, labor supply, and then create a full business plan. And this is something they will have previously gone through in a lesson and learned the format of it, how it's put together, how you do the research to build a good plan. 
And then they'll write it up for the teacher. And we made it so that it can be any format they want. They can submit it in Google Docs or Word or anything like that. And once those are all submitted to you, the teacher, um, then you will go into your grade matrix page for those who have used our products and simply open up that student simulation and a page will pop right up there in front of you and allow you to input a grade for that written um, business plan as well as give the student a loan based on the funding they've requested and create an interest rate for them. And on that page right there in front of you, we've given you all sorts of rubrics to how to evaluate that. We've given you indications in that particular student sim of what the opportunities are that were really good in that city that they saw. So you can tell whether they identified them without having to go in and do all that research work yourself. Also giving you an example of a very, what we think is a well-written business plan. So you can go off that. At that point, you go ahead and give that student that loan, and then the student is off and running to create um, their business and hopefully succeed with it. But as we know, I think um, it was Dwight Eisenhower said that plans are useless, but planning is invaluable. And that's one of the things we want the student to learn because they will stray off of their plan. All businesses do. But the fact that they thought it through and understood their environment is going to be super valuable to them. So that's our business plan project. And we think they'll be able to carry that for years out in their life, that experience. Whenever anyone asks them about a business plan, they'll understand basically what they need to do. Now, the shark project is patterned after the sort of shark tank shows that so many of these kids have grown up watching. And so it's going to be an environment where they're going to pitch their ideas and, um, but instead of having just a outside panel of sharks or something to evaluate it, it's going to be their fellow students. Um, so the students in this one will do virtually all of the work. You only have to do a couple of clicks um, to make it all happen. So basically, the students all see a different city in this one with different opportunities. They have to do that analysis of the competitors, the demand, the labor supply, and then pitch what they think is the best business in their particular city to their classmates. And then the classmates hear all these pitches and can make decisions on what to offer. I'll give you $40,000 for 10% of your company, just like they see on TV. And there's a system that we built where all the students will be able to input all of that. When you've got that whole thing done and everybody's made their presentations and made their investments decisions, you as the instructor will just go in and in essentially two or three clicks um, be able to preview what will be a stock auction, essentially, where those um, people who bid the highest for stock will be the ones who get it. Once you see that everybody has actually input their um, stuff properly, you'll hit finalize. And then within each of the student simulations, they'll get to see how much money they got, who they got it from, always the stock going to the highest bidders and what they now own. And from there, they'll go on to run their own business, but also watch this portfolio that they've developed. And typically they might have, you know, seven or eight investments that they've made. And their grade on that project is the sum of how their own business does and how their investment portfolio does. So we're really excited about that. It's gonna create great dynamics in the classroom. Students are gonna be not only watching their own thing, but yelling, you know, hey, Diane, what are you doing over there? I've got an investment with you. Why is it going downhill? 
Um, so we're super excited about both those projects. They will not only utilize the you know technology of the Knowledge Matters Sims, but also greatly increase the human interaction. Those sound a lot of fun. Uh, well, virtual business entrepreneurship launched with 11 possible businesses within the simulations that students can start Will the or, and run. Will the number of businesses available in the sim be expanding? Yes. Um, we started with 11 because we wanted to get a feel for how it was all playing out. But we're planning to expand that to 20 businesses. And I would expect to see that, um, you know, over the coming um, six months or so. Even with 11, I'll tell you, with some of our testers working on it, there's a lot of challenge out there, but 20 will keep it challenging for a long time to come. Well, if someone listening hasn't used a virtual business simulation before in their classroom, do you think that virtual business entrepreneurship is a good simulation for them to start with? Absolutely. And that ties back to um, what I talked about before with the way it can take an introductory student right up to a, um, you know, more advanced student. And I give a lot of credit to Cindy for keeping us our eye on that. Um, yeah. When you come into this thing, we assume no knowledge of business whatsoever. And so it's a great way to just drop your students in there they can drive their way all the way through the first, um, you know, 15 simulation exercises before you as the instructor even have to get involved at all. You could go totally hands off. So it is a great way for both instructors and students to get familiar with the virtual business format. Well, virtual business entrepreneurship is more expensive than the other virtual business simulations. Why is that? Um, well, first of all, almost half of our um, customers for virtual business entrepreneurship are taking advantage of something that we introduced a couple of years ago called all-access pricing. So for them, from an incremental basis, they will pay nothing extra, and they already have access to our eight previous simulations. For those customers that do um, prefer to purchase product-to-product, product, we've always really focused on value. And when we look at virtual business entrepreneurship with its 15 sim exercises, it has about 1.5 times as many sim exercises as most of our business sims. Um, it also has three variations on three different projects where there's a randomness that you can use to play the project essentially over and over again. So with those three variations on three projects, it's got about nine times as many project possibilities as a typical virtual business sim. And then, of course, it's got 11 times as many businesses going to 20 as a typical virtual business sim. So we think in terms of value for your dollar, and we understand how hard teachers um, work for their dollars out there, this is at least as good as any sim we've ever produced and probably the most value for the dollar that we've ever produced. Well, that's all the questions we have for now. Do you have any final thoughts as we wrap up? Um, just in terms of virtual business um, entrepreneurship, if we go back in time, even before that spark caused me to begin Knowledge Matters, um, I do have a recollection of sitting around on an apartment floor while I was a graduate student in business um, outside of Boston and just kind of scribbling diagrams of a world with businesses and consumers and competitors, etc., and thinking, gee, there really ought to be a way to study business with a complete virtual world in which students could live out their hopes and dreams and learn and get engaged 
um, without any risk, a perfect virtual economy and ecosystem. And um, we are certainly still a long ways from realizing that ideal vision, but virtual business entrepreneurship is definitely the closest we've come so far. Great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Peter Jordan, founder and CEO of Knowledge Matters. As we've been discussing, Knowledge Matters' ninth high school simulation has just been released, Virtual Business Entrepreneurship. It features 10 lessons and 18 simulation exercises. If you're a high school business marketing or personal finance teacher and you'd like to learn more about virtual business entrepreneurship, you can go to our website at www.knowledgematters.com. We'd love to talk to you about how you can use virtual business entrepreneurship in your classroom. Thanks, Pete. Thank you, Jeff.